Live from the Dual Sports Layers, it's Wednesday night. That guy right there is the one. This guy right here is the ass. Together, we are Black and White Sports, powered by First Financial Bank. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard over there at First Financial Bank for all your banking essentials. 317-417-8582. And our rock star realtor, Mr. Sean Nugent. If you want to talk to Sean, you talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. Damon, what is going on? I am tweeting. He is tweeting, folks. I just want to say I think that our new shows on the network are doing great. Last night you had the brothers over there at Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast doing their redraft. And that's exclusively. (laughs) Did you like that? That is exclusively on the BW Sports 1 Network. You check them all out. BWSports1.com. And super kicking it with Steven this past Saturday for talking about the NXT 30 event, I think it was, and SummerSlam. Fantastic debut show. And last night, it was Taco Tuesday. And we talked. Oh, did we talk. We talked about the NFC and who was going to come out on top of the conference. Damon. It, I'm hoping you're about done tweeting because <laughs> I, it's all you now. Uh, why is it all me? Because I got to do, <laughs> I got to do some business. All right, you got to tweet now. You gotta, no, I'm not tweeting. Uh, I'm not tweeting. You got to pass the word. I got. Yeah, I got to. People know. I got to do the production. <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> well, the production. I am excited to see that everyone has returned again. All two of you have returned again to watch us here on Wednesday Night Live, the flag show of the Black and White Sports Network. And we bring you nothing but the fan news from a black and white standpoint, which means what? I have no idea. <laughs> so, uh, but we have some fun things lined up for you today. We got some uh, real things, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You're still going. You're still talking about that, right? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. As of right now, <laughs> I am good. I have baseball on the Yankees and the Braves, so uh, I can focus on something other than you know that. But we'll get to that. I think I can hold off. But in the meantime. Um, we got some good stuff for you tonight with uh, bathroom scrolling. We cover, you know, a couple different sports tonight. Um, our bro discussion is going to be pretty good. Uh, That's we'll what I was talking piece. about. Yes, our bro discussion is going to be pretty right. good. We're going to, uh, you know, put out our uh, PDA to let you know it's going to be a little sensitive material. And if you're not adult enough to handle an adult conversation, I will let you know. Yeah, when, when when the PSA comes out, you might want to jump over to CWTV at Checkers and Records for Tommy Boy doing. Oh, wait a minute! It's Wednesday. He doesn't do it on Wednesdays until later. Never mind. At that time, you either just stick the script with us, or go watch last night's Taco Tuesday show. Why not? 
Well, the fact that you tried to recover Damn. gave you a couple extra points. Yeah. <laughs> I was like goose, man. I was like goose. Yeah, yeah, he was flying solo. <laughs> no, I don't know if it was goose, bro. I think it was more uh my guy in no, my guy in uh uh Independence Day. <laughs> wow. Put your mask back on, buddy. <laughs> I can't believe we're not wearing masks, you know. I should we we are social I mean, distancing. I got one over. We are social distancing though. We are. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, like I said, we got some good stuff for you tonight on bathroom scrolling, something or nothing. And then our bro discussion is gonna be pretty good. So uh up until then, Dan, I was tweeting, so make sure you ran through the other shows, correct? Yes, yes, you did. I didn't know. Well, you know, checkers and wreckers. I, I named the, the newer shows on the on the network. So checkers and wreckers, our brothers Tommy Boy and Howdy over there, live Sunday mornings at eleven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yes. I'm going to hear your uh, part two from last night. It was still part one because part one didn't get all the way out, and I stopped. I stopped myself. So, all right, from your preview of last night. There you go. I'm I'm, I'm really anxious to tune in Sunday to hear uh, Sean and um, uh, Chris's. They have take on that. They have. Uh, some good interviews coming up Sunday, I believe. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. I think <laughs> you got the text earlier, too, so I'm not going to mention any names or anything. I but I, I think did. he's got a really good one. Well, he had some good ones today, and I think he's got another really good one tomorrow that may answer some questions of what happened in that race to a particular race car driver. Oh. Oh. The suspense is killing me. Was that too close? That was that was a little close. <laughs> All right. So yeah, but anyway, uh don't forget to check out those guys on every Sunday morning at eleven AM Eastern Standard Time to hear all of your good dirt slinging. Hey! Yo. Speaking of dirt slinging, you hit the tracks last weekend too, bro. Uh, that was asphalt. Uh, I said the tracks. But you was talking dirt, and then all of a sudden you said the tracks. Yes, I did hit it for a good I hit it for a good eight to ten laps total, and then my carburetor went kaput. Um, we got both, and it's funny because then all of a sudden Sean's goes kaput. So we both have some nicely rebuilt carbs. We have some nice uh, new stuff. And we are actually going to be driving fast. No worry about shifting hard. But we're going to keep that rubber on the road. Saturday down at Whiteland Raceway. Uh, I cannot wait. I hey, cannot bro. wait. Hey, bro. I thought we were supposed to be getting rid of carbs. Ah, 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 yes. Yeah, it was so terrible that it that was good. It was. You know what? I'll give it to you, though. I'll give that one. Hey, I would love to come out and watch you guys uh, Saturday, but it is the first football game. Ah, what time Mr. Elijah, the hitman, Ooh. Thomas. What time is he playing? Uh, he plays at 10.30. Ah, come out afterwards. I just might. Come out afterwards. There'll be some heat races going on for all the classes. Um, last time, when Sean went out there the first time a couple weeks ago, it, it was like 11 o'clock, just before 11 o'clock when this heat race went, which for you and non-racing people, a heat race, what it does is it sets your qualification spot in the feature. I know so, what a goddamn heat race is, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but uh, so that was, you know, last time. Like they I said, have heats like, and swimming 
and in track and field. I know what it is. Yeah, look at you. the screen and choke you. you. All right, so Darth the Vader feature style. he did. Damn, you got the force. <laughs> the force is strong. Hey, we're terrible. Yeah, we went the other way. Let's uh, not ever do that again. No. Uh, the feature race last time was roughly about three to three thirty or so. So I mean, you can get out there and and catch the real race part. Because okay. I do plan on making the feature. Okay. Well, you better. I'm a lot better. I'm a lot. I like to say I'm a lot better on the real road than I am in the i racing world. But you know, I'm I'm somewhat hey. decent in the i racing world. The temperature is going to be a really good temperature to run cars. So I might, and it'll be good on the allergies. I might even be able to bring uh, Mrs. One out. There you go. There you go. CW Racing is going strong. <laughs> and the suit, the BW Sports One Racing suit, will be ready by the next race. Oh, that's amazing. September 12th. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Anybody out there, just throwing this out there, anybody out there with an abrasion resistant jacket, big boy size, that's around the Indianapolis area, hit me up because I am looking to borrow a jacket for Saturday. There you go. Awesome. Borrow. Yeah, borrow. I just need to borrow it for one. So day. we're like we're like a, a temporary sponsor. If we win, you guys are ready to jump on board to uh be at BW Sports One. Dude, I'm gonna be realistic. I ain't winning, okay? I hey, ain't no way I'm gonna win listen, that race. Listen. No, no, When's no, the last no, time no. Bubba Watson won the race? Huh? When's the last time Bubba Watson won the race? Oh. You still getting paid? <laughs> He's your best sponsor. He's your best sponsor. Did you say Bubba Watson? I said anybody. Did you <laughs> say Bubba Wallace. Watson? Bubba Wallace. Wow. I did. I did. Bubba Wallace. But anyway, listen. Did, did he, when's the last time we won? Regardless, when's the last time we won the race? <sighs> I'm waiting. Okay. Is yeah. he still got sponsors? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Now. All right, Pete Game. Uh, right. We bite. are rolling on. All right, okay. What Let's are we go. rolling on to, Damon? I don't know. We might as well just go ahead and get into the bathroom scrolling, or you can uh, give one commercial, or we can just like. Well, we're going to jump into the bathroom scrolling. That's right, folks. Tonight's bathroom scrolling is brought to you by our good friend, James Sexton, over at Crown Packaging Corp. Uh, if you need any type of of uh, oh what's up miss hannah i see that if you need any uh boxing shipping needs accessories tape uh shrink wrap anything like that you need to get a hold of james sexton today at crown packaging corporation 812-525-9081 text james tell him the boys at black and white sports sent you Because we send people places. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, bathroom scrolling. This is what you do when, you know, you get up in the morning and you go into the bathroom and you sit down and you scroll on your phone. <laughs> and we tagged along something or nothing because, you know, as you're scrolling, if you something, you hit the button. Everything is nothing. You just keep on going. I'm gonna flush that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna flush that one. Hey, you remember this spot, Muggy Buns? Hell yeah! I think I'm gonna get me a tenderloin for marriage sometime in the next five days. Ooh, see what you could do is come out to Whiteland Raceway, watch the race on your way home, stop by Muggy Bun, and hit the drive-in. There you go. Hey, we just put date night together for a date since we can't get no live music. But anyway, that's beside the point. I'm all getting off to it. All right, Matthew scrolling. First up, uh, how did you take your uppers? <laughs> wow, man, that dude got rocked. That dude got rocked. I'm 
going to say that guy, and I don't remember who it was. I just seen the video clip, and all of a sudden, the left hand comes out from underneath the waist and obliterates this guy. Uh-oh. Damon looks like he's trying to do something productive. He's trying to – I think what he's trying to do is share something, and I don't know what. It's kind of making me nervous. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think his name is – well, you spell it P-O-V-E-T-K-I-N. Povetin. And the dude he knocked out, his name was Dylan. Dylan White. Okay, so Dylan, Mr. White needs to learn and practice a little bit more bobbing and weaving because he was standing straight up and it was damn near a good enough uppercut that knocked him straight off of his feet almost. That but man, he got knocked out. It was like Friday, folks. You got knocked the what out? Oh uh, yeah, he got he got the thing done to him. He got the, hey, come here. I want everybody to meet the dog. Come here. Uh, dog. Uh, yeah, because everybody dog. got football practice. See the look. dog. Hey, yeah, the dog. The dog. Duchess. Look at this, this Duchess. Well, this. she's shy. She's like, what's she, up? Well, everybody's got football Dan. practice. She smiles at Uncle Dan. Yeah, she likes you. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, me being a boxing guy, and I really like the knockouts and the fact that it was a vicious uppercut from nowhere, and it was like he was ready, and then he was put in attention, and then yeah. he went to sleep. And it was worthy of a something, as in, Wow! And there's nothing because we'll never hear from neither one of these guys ever again. <laughs> next. Uh, who do we have next? Next up, we're going to the golf world. Uh, LPGA, to be exact, the Women's Golf League. So you had the world number 304, meaning that she was probably really not that good and probably only had like two or three sponsors, which are probably local. The gas station, the grocery store, her parents' locksmith office. You know, I mean, possible something of the sort. But she is now a major winner. She won her first major. Uh, but the cool thing about it, other than her being ranked 304th on the world rankings, that she almost quit last year. She battled Lyme disease and a couple other things that, uh, created a lot of mental stress on her and for her to come through and to win and and beat one of the uh, top five players in the world um, in, a, in a showdown going down the back nine. So it was uh, pretty good. Congratulations yep. to her. It would yep. probably have been good if I'd have put her name down. That would have helped. <laughs> that would have definitely helped. I'm looking at the notes and I'm making notes besides your notes and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I got the article. It's tagged right there in the notes, but I just decided I didn't want to know what her name was. I didn't what? care. <laughs> All right. Next. <laughs> hey, but that's the second time we've seen Lyme disease. Yes, it has. And you know what? I'm wondering if it's more prone to women than men because the second time we've seen it in the past month Man, come up. It'd be third for me because you had a fighter. A boxer dealing okay. with it too, uh, something like. Because after the knockout, man, I was watching knockouts all day. Every week, so, <laughs> and I'm not saying anything bad on it. I, you know, Lyme disease obviously is something you don't want to mess around with. But it, I'm wondering, you know, since what's her name from uh, uh, the WNBA? Alana Deladon. There you go. Deladon has it and now. This uh, this LPGA player golfer. Um, has it? I don't know. I was just seeing if it was prone to it. I don't know the answer. I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on TV. I do at home. Ha, ha. Yes. What gynecologist? Bone. Ah, ah, ah. All right. Okay. Um. Yes. Uh. Next up. Next. <laughs> We're gonna say. We're going to stay in golf here for, for a half a second. <laughs> Dude, uh, wow. Then you want to hear wow? This is a wow. Hey, listen. 
I thought that I saw some stuff in that particular tournament uh, that we just had with the Northern Trust. You had, what, three dudes over uh, three days shoot a 59? Yeah. And Dustin Johnson, who won it, uh, Devner shot a 58 because what did he do? Birdie, like, the first 13 goals. It was like the first five, he was what negative, negative eight or some crap like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he like birdied the first of like uh, ten out of the first twelve holes. So dude, he was on. He was in fuego. Hey, but he didn't stop. He finished a record setting thirty under. He finished thirty strokes under par. That's that's a lot less stroking. All right, but this will knock out about two of our little subjects real quick. (laughs) 30 under par. Listen, Tiger was at six under. (laughs) Message. (laughs) Which which brings you, which brings a couple of these next couple points, uh, 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 conversations relevant. You know what I mean? You got a lot of these big names that's struggling. You know, Roy and Tiger, they pretty much played Saturday and Sunday together. You know, being sticking up the joint. You know, I mean, right. Roy, I think he finished at uh, negative two. I think Tiger figures negative six, uh, which means that both of them were able to continue on to next week, as in the chase for the uh, playoff, the uh, FedEx Cup. Mm-hmm. They were both able to uh, go on being. In the top 70, uh, but we lost George Spieth, you lost Phil Milkinson, but Phil just turned around on Monday and shot like a ridiculous low number in the senior open. I mean, in the senior tour, like his first tournament on the senior tour. He it's, goes a senior tour man. it's a senior tour. Listen, hey, I don't care where you struck in the ball. <laughs> Caught what you said there. <laughs> yeah. If you're still productive with your swing, <laughs> let it go, bro. Let it go. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that jacket's going to work. I don't know what you're doing. Oh, you're looking at a damn jacket. Somebody sent it to me. <sighs> well, thanks for listening. I was listening. <laughs> no. Damn it. The person uh, who sent yeah, you the damn God. jacket. Next! <laughs> No, next. You not even talked about golf. Yeah, we did. <laughs> All right, next. I'm over. I'm done. I'm done. <sighs> I try to give them something different. Talk about a different sport than football or basketball. But no. You want to talk about golf? You don't want to listen. Because I'm not good at it. I try playing, but I'm not good at it. Somebody just rang the doorbell, and I have no clue. But I know that my wife is definitely not here because she's going to go get the birthday boy from Driver's Ed. Uh, well, they better uh, – I don't know what they better do. But, yes, happy birthday, Didao Sassoon. Didao Sassoon. All right, next up. Uh, and there he goes. Nope, I'm back. I had to. T- I had to look and see who was who's at the door. Ring my bell. You can ring, ring my, my bell. bell. You can ding, ring. Ding dong. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know um, if that was worse than earlier or not. I mean, it's a tie. <laughs> they both were pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Next. <laughs> uh, what is wrong with you? You're making all that noise. I know your mama ain't gone. Bitches. Uh she can't hear you. I know. <laughs> uh our buddy. And you said the comment that you put on here is hilarious. It's like if you're not talking about his wrestling match, you're a loss. I am talking about his wrestling match. All right. But I tried to get a little more creative with it because before his dip into the Broad Ripple Canal, 
if you are from Indy and you've lived in Indianapolis and you visited the Broad Ripple area, you know the canal is not uh, the most cleanest sanitary water no. that flows through the city. No. Especially in the Broad Ripple area. When you get downtown, you're all good. Broad Ripple, nah, you don't want to mess with that. So, um, I creatively said that part of his magic powers, you know, after he did that, he started punting, you know, 80 yard punts and he started uh, hitting receiver or returners on the sideline like he was a linebacker. You know what I mean? So, Pat did turn into the greatest college analyst. You know, he was on college game day one day and then they brought him back like forever. <laughs> and now he had a spot. And then he then, you know, found his way into the wrestling world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we saw him commentate. We saw him do a lot of his podcast stuff for different wrestlers. We see him on the side doing actual events. And he struck up a little beef. He did. And Triple H gave me the whoop-de-whoop. Because the way he was talking about Pat McAfee and all this stuff on first take last week, I thought Pat was going to win his match. You really thought I he did. was going to win the match? I did. I thought he was going to win it. They let Shane Punk-Ass McMahon win the match. They could let Pat McAfee win the match. I mean, he pulled out some, some pretty serious stuff, bro. It wasn't like... He just in the ring and do a Ric Flair chop and go, woo, woo. You know what I'm saying? He actually got down. I mean, the man built a ring in his backyard so he can get ready for the match. You know he's been practicing. It's dedication, bro. It's dedication. That's Triple why he H was wanting 80 yards. Triple H, look at me in my eyes, bro. He's the next champion. You need to get him off NXT and get him into the thing. He can be a great tag team. I'm telling you, he can help you out. He him and the Miz. So Pat McAfee and the Miz together. No. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Miz. I'm not either. I, I You know what? Well, you can put him with the legend killer. Mm. You can play with Randy Orton. No, Randy Orton needs some. He needs some comic role. relief in this life. <laughs> but anyway, kudos to Pat McAfee. Uh, good showing on the NXT pay per view. Uh, super kicking it. Stefan uh, mentioned it a little bit on Even. his show. So Stephen, 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 Stephen. Oh, it's not Stephen Curry. <laughs> Everybody changes their name when they get popular. So he's going to change his name. He's Stone Cold Steven. I'm telling you guys, man, this Halloween's going to be awesome off the chain. Everybody We're needs to have the whole I don't want to talk about Halloween. Next. We're not having Halloween. And I'm going to be pissed off and I'm going to be shitty because they've already started canceling freaking. <laughs> wow. Sensitive. <laughs> yeah, okay. calm back down. So, uh, next up, uh, Dan. Yes, you have been waiting for this moment. Yep. Uh, last night on Taco Tuesday. Taco I just, Tuesday. I just happened to mention, and that's all it took. The race, and he was trying <laughs> to go into a little rant. Okay, so here's your opportunity. Uh, this past Sunday, we had the Indianapolis 500. Here uh -huh. in, See what you called it? That's right. Uh, listen, I don't give a shit. Tomorrow, I'll call it the Indy 500. It makes no At least sense. you're not a dumbass that's saying it was na it's a NASCAR race. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and you tagged me in it. Like... <laughs> Like, I'm just not supposed to know. But anyway, um, I didn't watch it. I was listening to it. And then at that part, at that part of the race, 
I was at Rick's Boatyard because it was also my it's grandmother's stepfather. birthday, right? No, it was my stepfather. Father's birthday. Yes. It was his. It would have been his seventy seventh birthday. Yeah, that's right. So that's right. I met up with my my, my wife and Ooh, my mom. Look. I and got like it, paranormal activity I going on. Did you see that? I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I met you, man. It. My new house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming back. <laughs> All right. So, so I didn't. So I didn't. I like turned up, bro. I like I had bubble basketball on, but the volume off, and I had the race to on the, race. the radio like it was old school. I didn't yep. even turn it on the TV. Yep. Well, I, I had to, to watch it live for the first time ever in in the living room on my chair on the TV. The first time ever in my life I, I've ever got to witness the race live on TV. And Lee, you, well, you can't say you were on the chair because technically you're on the chair, even that's though you. I, yeah, that's what I said. It's like I'm in my chair. But I'm on the chair. But technically, you are correct. You are. Oh, no. Thank you, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I had a knee-jerk reaction post talking about it was the worst ending ever of the Indianapolis 500. I recanted that after I settled down a little bit. You know, talked talked off the ledge. Um, it wasn't the the worst ending ever. It just felt that way at first because we've been waiting three months for this race to happen. I don't get the day off the next day. I'm not at the track. I'm a little perturbed at the whole situation. But I got to watch a damn good race up until that point. Granted, I think what I've heard the last – like. Nine out of the last 25 or 20 races or something like that have ended on a yellow flag. Now, what I think the ghosts are the ghosts are over here are even like pissed off at this race ending on yellow. The reason, like I said, the reason I was so perturbed and discombobulated, I'm using Damon words now. <laughs> Because I've been waiting three months and because it was that good of a race that I'm sitting there watching and it ends that way. It's like, damn it, man. No, no. You know, I'm thinking, okay, they should. God damn, that thing's huge. Hold on here. <laughs> Don't say it, Damon. Don't say it. There we go. I just take it off, bro. <laughs> I want to read it. Uh, yep. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, I understand why they did it. It took, it would take over an hour or so to rebuild and reconstruct that little, the barrier right there at the end. It just sucks. And I'm not saying Sato would not have won or anything because Sato, Scott Dixon, they, they had the rides to beat this year. I mean, it was a dominant race by Scott Dixon. Takuma Sato comes up and, you know, I mean, he's up there, obviously, the whole time he started on the first row. But, you know, it, it's it was just a bad feeling to know that it ended that way. And that's all. That's all I have. It was a hell of a race. Congratulations to Takuma Sato um, for winning his second Indianapolis 500. He's got the second Borg Warner face on there, or on the on the Borg Warner trophy. Uh, my daughter has met Takuma Sato a couple years ago when he won the last one. Uh, yeah, so that's what the picture was. Yes, that was after the race that he won in like 2017, 2018. You know, like, why are they dressed in Indian shit? That's yeah, a baseball player. And he's talking race. I'm like, okay. Obviously, I don't know shit. <laughs> oh my god! Didn't you see the Borg Warner Trophy in the picture? Okay, next. <laughs> Return back to the scrolling board. All right. Uh, next up. This was hilarious. 
the AP, the first AP preseason college football poll comes out, uh, released. Not the funny part about that being released. The funny part is about the nine of the top 25 teams aren't even playing football. Yeah. I don't know how you can. If you're not playing, if you're not playing, how can you even be ranked? Number two team in the country with 21 first place votes. University of that school in Ohio. Not playing. I don't get it. (laughs) I really don't see how you can have a national championship without them, without all five anyway. But needless to say, the SEC is dominant. Is really dominant, but I ain't gonna lie, man. This this year's OSU team is a really good football team. But it doesn't matter because they're not playing. They're not right? They're not. So playing. I don't. I don't understand how they can have an AP poll with Big Ten or uh, Pac Ten or Big Ten or Pac twelve teams at all. Hey, I know it's in your culture, but keep your nose out of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to the dog, guys. Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody else. What's her name? Pam. Uh, inside joke, guys. Inside joke. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're moving on from college football. Uh, apparently there's supposed to be some games this weekend, some black colleges, but I can't seem to find them on the internet anywhere. So, um, we're going to scroll on, uh, getting into pro and coming out of college, uh, the dolphins and the canes being the Miami hurricanes, university of Miami Mm -hmm. university. Student athlete, student athlete. I don't even know why they call uh, them student athletes anymore. Uh, <laughs> Should call them semi pros. Uh, if you put anywhere pro in it, they're not a student. I know <laughs> you're a professional. Semi amateur. Those teams have chosen to have fans at their opening games if college has opening game. But we know the NFL is going to start. Yeah, they're going to start. It's how many games they're really going to get in before they shut it down, what we see. Hey, you know, I'm I'm way more confident that the NFL is going to come. I don't know about all 17 weeks, though. Yeah, Plus, I don't know about that. I, I think they I think they're going to have a very good opportunity to get it done because the difference in the baseball players and the NFL players, these guys are taking upon themselves to, to follow the rules, do right. what is necessary to play. Like baseball, it was almost important. Like you didn't think the motherfuckers even want to play. Right. <laughs> and now you put the screen on me. Ah. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, uh, they both chosen to have their home openers uh, with fans. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how it goes. You know, I'm hoping. I'm very optimistic. I just heard yesterday, by the way, that the Cincinnati Reds were planning on having attendance at a game at an upcoming game very soon. I don't know how many. I don't know when, but I heard that little rumor. Hey, we ain't that high up on the pecking order to get them kind of tickets, bro. That price tag on them is going to be astronomical. Probably. (laughs) They got to make up for all the money they've lost so far. Uh, Yes. Next. Sunday was Kobe Bryant's 42nd birthday and also my stepfather's 77th birthday uh both of them great men both of them did left great legacies and whatever uh the thing i wanted to talk about was all the nice tributes 
Donna Tarazi wore a custom Phoenix Mercury jersey, uh, Kobe jersey with the number eight. His name on it. I think she wore it like the fourth quarter. I will say that your Lakers had an awesome uniform. Hey, that black mama black uniform. Black mama uniform. That was nice. Dude, that thing sold out in five minutes. I believe I'm surprised it took five minutes. The white that thing, five minutes. That uniform was sweet. I'll the give you that. Nice. And they came out and played like it was nice. Man, I mean, I was at 30 I mean, points. <laughs> listen, I need I need to go lie, bro. I feel bad for Portland. Because Roy, Roy, you know what? I take that back. I don't. Because one, you remember after Kobe passed, who was that first game the Lakers had? Clippers, wasn't it? No. Portland. Uh, What did Dave do? He lit it up. Oh, yes. He had that mama mentality. Yes. So, you know, Brian, like Mike, had that thing logged back here in the head. The opportunity came. The cool thing in the game, man, at one point in time, the score was 24-8. That's just not playing, bro. I mean, I can get it. I can get it. Maybe they did that on purpose. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. As I said, I didn't get it, but that that was kind of creepy. I might not have played after that because that's that's kind of creepy. <laughs> but you know, what I mean, they play like that; they're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So, um, the only thing that I'm gonna ever give Bryce Harper Bruce for credit for. Why'd you even give him his name? Because, because this, this reason, only, there's this reason and this reason only. All right, because he had the Kobe jersey on, he had the Mamba jersey on underneath yeah. his jersey. He played in the game with that on underneath the jersey. And did you see the Mamba cleats he had on? I did. They did. Those were tight. Those were tight. All right, so Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper gets one up right there. That's it. That's it. That's the only time. Now, after the starting tomorrow, he's Bruce again. John on it right there. Astronomical ticket prices. You bet your ass, Johnny boy. Uh, and last with the Kobe, uh, L.A., to rename a portion of the street in front of the Staples Center, Kobe Bryant Boulevard, if I'm correct, is to intersect with Chick Hearn's way. Well, he deserves he deserves every bit of love and and grace gracefulness or whatever the city of LA wants to give him because yeah. he earned every bit of it. Yes. All right. Rest in peace, Kobe and Gigi. I'm not pouring out this expensive ass liquor. No, you just pour it down your throat. <laughs> and now it's time for a little station identification. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, the ass for black and white sports. And let me talk to you about a little banking. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard. That's right, folks. The official bank of BW Sports One for all of your banking needs, whether it be savings, checking, mortgage loans, small business loans, and everything else under the sun. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard is where we go. Call that man, 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. Or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. That's right. First Financial Bank, the official bank of BW Sports One. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the ass from Black and White Sports, and I am looking to buy or sell a home. I know who I'm going to call, and that's Sean Nugent, a.k.a. BW Sports One's rock star realtor. That's right, folks. Sean Nugent is the man you need to talk to if you're looking for your dream home 
or looking to just downsize or anything in between when it comes to your new house, call Sean, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. Or email him, sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. You want to talk to Tucker? Talk to Sean Nugent, BW Sports One's Rockstar Realtor. Oh, that is right. The asterisk, the little ass, and the pew pew girl just walked back in. The little ass is not any little anymore. He is 20 years old, folks. Happy birthday again to Vidal. All right. Dan, did we discuss yet if Brenneman will be back for the Reds? I hope so, too. John, I hope so, too. What is up, Tom Racker? Welcome. Now, folks. All right. Are, do, you want, whoop, do you want to talk whoop, about this? Whoop, whoop. Do, you talk, do you want to talk about this? Do you want to talk about uh, Nate McMillan? I will let you go wherever you want to go. No, what do you want to talk about, bro? Don't matter to me. No, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you what you want to talk about. I mean, I'm fine with either. <laughs> hey, we can talk about both. Mm, well, we're at the 42nd mark. <laughs> 47 second mark. All right, so all right, mark. we're gonna go with the original plan. Bro, discussion. You know, oh, here uh, we go. You better put we, the PSA out. We might talk about Nate McMillan tomorrow. We might need a PSA for that as well. But all right, here we go. Uh, PSA. Uh, this is a hide your children, people, hide your wives. <laughs> some people this could be an uncomfortable situation, but for us it is not a comfortable situation. Nope. Um, we try to keep politics off, but this is a not a poli- uh, political issue. This is a life issue. This is a right and wrong issue. But this particular subject is just a minor blip on the whole big big scene of the issue that is happening in our country and in our world. So um, we had an issue over. So if you are a person who right cannot here. handle, stay right here. There we go. Yeah, if you are a person that cannot handle uh, intelligent conversations, if you aren't a person who is mentally adept where you can take another person's opinion and not be angry or uh, spiteful or vindictive. If you cannot do those things, then this is a portion of the show where you need to go find something else to do. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. And if you don't, and, and, and we're not trying to get sway boats anyway, nope. which way or another, because that's not what we do. So, Dennis Tone, what's um, happening? So if Perfect you got any to jump yeah, into this one. If you got any quarrels about it, then you might want to find something else to do. And if you don't like that we have this discussion, this is probably the people that you need to follow in the first place. So um we had an issue the other day in a basketball game between the Los Angeles Clippers, Montrez Herald, and the Dallas Mavericks, uh Luka Dotic. Um reason why I wanted to talk about it in a discussion is because there's going to be one, it's been so washed away real quick that no one's really, really talked about it. But I think it's, it's, it's an issue. And the question of the day is, is there a double, a, a racial double standard in professional sports? And the reason why I say that I ask that question is just because this reason or this issue, Montrez Herald says a to black folk could be not really much as a racial slur, a slur, but to main society and to white people, it could be used as a racial slur. I think the problem where he went wrong is, is I mean, bitch ass. When you put bitch ass on anything, it's never going to come out good. Fighting words. <laughs> fight words. You know, you can call the man bitch anything. It's normally fighting words. Yeah. So um, that was a, a something wrong anyway. But 
the term white boy used in the black community is a little different. You know what I mean? I don't think we're using it as a, and please don't take this as I'm justifying it because I think it's completely wrong. If we want to be treated equally and we want to have uh, certain words not used, then we should not be able to use uh, certain words as well. But I tell you like this, you know, when you use the word white boy in the black community, you're damn near describing him as a white boy, as, 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 hey, this white boy. You know what I mean? And where I say the double standard comes from is if a white guy goes, hey, like, here you go. Okay, let me back up. So, Stephen A. Smith, everybody knows him. So, we're talking about this issue. My trust Harold caused him a bitch ass white boy. People, some people are upset. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I get it. So the next day, Stephen A. Smith talking about the same situation. His words are, hey, Luka Dockage, that white boy can hoop. You know what I mean? There's a difference in bitch-ass white boy and that white boy can hoop. But my question comes from, is it a racial double standard? If a white boy goes, just like how I did it right there, you know, if a, if if the white guy or whatever says, hey, they skate around on the hockey rink or whatever, and the white boy goes up and says, hey, that black boy can skate. What do you think is going to happen? There's going to be a fight. There's going to be some issues. So why is that saying, hey, you know what I mean, bitch-ass white boy, or that white boy can hoop, or he's the best white boy I've seen since Larry Bird, you know what I mean? Why is that okay? Because if they said, hey, Kobe's the best black boy I've seen, black dude since I've seen since Michael Jordan. Well, I think so if, you said, be honest, if you said black dude, it probably wouldn't be as bad to black folks as it would be saying, boy. hey, that black boy can hoop because I get it on that. You know, like we was talking before the show. I'm connected, but I don't have the same the same feelings as you do being a uh, uh, black American male. Yeah, you know? I mean, and, and if you look at it coming from the black community, that phrase white boy, you know what I mean? Hey, listen, that's not as bad as they might think it is. Kind of like redskins, you know, with Indians, even though redskin means warrior. Uh, white boy doesn't mean that. White, white boy, boy means is really white boy. a description. It's yeah. a description. The white boy. You're in the neighborhood. The white boy. You know what I'm saying? You know, the white boy to hang out with what's naming them. And they know exactly who it is. It's right. more of a description than it is. But when you put bitch ass white boy in front of it, it don't matter what happens, it's still wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's how it is. You know, and that's almost. I don't want to kind of equate it to the same thing as the risk is earning respect, but that's kind of how it is. White dudes have to earn the respect in the black community when it comes to the sports realm. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, when we grew up in the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? You come up against the white dude. Hey, man, we going to kill this. Hey, you already got you that judgment on you. You know what I'm saying? Mismatch. I got this. Hey, come over here. You know what I mean? It's just blatant. No disrespect. But you don't do that to anybody else, you know what I mean? But then the white dude earns the respect. There's hey, man, that white dude can who? Hey, I, I picked the white dude up. Hey, hey, let right. me get the white dude. You know what I'm saying? It's more of a, uh, uh, of a, of a description. But not to, to justify it at all, it shouldn't be used at all. Because if you flip the script and you say the exact same thing, coming from the white side of it, it is a serious issue. I'm going to say like this. Okay, so if I can hoop, I can play against you. I, I get your respect at the park, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're talking about Luca the Don here. He is no bitch-ass white boy. He is He's a... Huh? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> He is a white boy 
that's got game, major game, and is better than a lot of the league. I mean, and you said it right there. Hey, this white boy got game. I did. I mean, did I take what he said? Did I take what he said as racist? No. But, like you said, when you add bitch ass in front, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to walk straight. I don't give a shit if you're seven foot four at 400 pounds. You call me a bitch ass whatever. In this instance, a bitch ass white boy. I'm going to turn around and I'm like, well. Let's do it. <laughs> I want to show you who a bitch is. Bitch anything. Bitch anything to another man is not going to end well. Hey, man, Thriller and vanilla. Can, listen, listen. I'm going to tell you this. I mean, and some people might not. <laughs> some people might not agree with me. But you can be at the park. And you might get further. Uh, calling him, you know I mean? Whatever, nigga. You know what I mean? You might get further with that than you would call him a bitch. You know what I mean? You can't call no man, especially a black man, a bitch. Especially on the court. <laughs> especially <laughs> on the court. That's not I've seen so many fights. Because of something like that. Start with the word bitch. Yep. I mean, <laughs> you'd probably is. get in a major fight at home if that started the altercation. <laughs> oh, either way. I mean, she calling you one, you calling her one. Right. It's going to happen. That's going to be instantaneously what? <laughs> the only person that I can call this house the bitch and get away with it is the it's female dog when she's in here. Her at the table. <laughs> That is the only time that I can be the only person in this house that I can call that to. I don't even call myself a bitch ass in, in the mirror. No, because then you want to fight yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but going back to it, did I take that, what he was saying, at, at any racist context? No. I did Luca? No. Did the people who wanted to make uh, make a scene about it? Yes. Um, I mean that it's they're playing. I get it. You know, you're in the middle of a game. Tensions are running high. You're in the playoffs. I mean, there's no difference in it. when I'm in. You know, football playoffs, going up against whoever. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get under. If you ever watch the program, you watch the the. I can't remember the 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 uh, actor's name that played the linebacker. Well, he's sitting there looking at the quarterback. He's saying, "You the one that knocked up my sister, aren't you?" Boy, I'm a. I mean, he's going off on him. <laughs> it's part of I mean, it. You know that you used to hit. You used to be able to do stuff like that, and it'd be done. It, it would be, you know, you'd handle your business. It would be done. Now, I'm not saying that you know, bitch ass or whatever, but you used to talk shit and not have yeah. to worry about getting in a fight. All of a sudden, now I've been in situations, you know, where things have escalated to, you know, you start shoving each other. You start, you know, on the court, let's just say you start bumping each other a little bit more and it starts to get a little bit more aggressive. And then it almost comes to that boiling point, And then, you know, people break it up. You go sit down and you, heat, you tear off, you know, about a half hour later. A half hour later, it's done deal. It's over with, you know, hey. We was out there. We was playing. That's it. That's all it was. And that's kind of how the situation went down with them, too. Because the very next game, because you really didn't hear about it. No. You know I mean, a lot of you really didn't hear about it. It kind of trickled down after a couple days. Like, after the apology is when people really started hearing about it. And then uh, the latest ridiculous police incident kind of washed yeah. it all away. But I think they handled it. And they both handled it the right way. He recognized, hey, I was wrong. Right. Let me go clean this up. Because I've said some shit on the court, you know, balling at the park. i said some shit to get under a person's head and then be like, hey, man, that kind of crossed the line. You know what I mean? After the game, maybe a couple games. My bad. Hey, bro, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Hey, here's a beer. 
Let's drink all, all right. this. Because, you know, we was at the park. We had a cooler. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. Nowadays, you got to worry about, you know, if you ever watch Above the Rim. I'm, I'm using these 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 movies as examples. You ever watch Above the Rim, and you got to worry about now somebody going to his bag and grabbing a gun from the side of the court and start blasting the people. White or black, doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's it's just stupidity. Yeah, so, I mean, but it, it, it brings up, like, your conversation, it brings up the actual point of the bro discussion. You know I mean, is it a double standard? Like, it's so comfortable, it is so flows off the vocabulary, but if you think, but if you switch places, then it becomes an issue. So why is it allowed either way it go? Do I do I believe that there's a double standard? Yeah. Yes, wholeheartedly, I do agree with that statement. Now, again, am I saying that that was a, a racial thing? No, but there's a lot of things that white boys say to black guys that isn't racist, but people are flipping it. Yes, I just to say white guy, black guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm the white guy. He's the black guy. Oh, look, I'm like literally pointing. Hey, look at it. I see your finger. That's cool. Uh, I don't see mine. But I don't. Yeah. It just stops. <laughs> I don't. I, if people wouldn't you know, make nothing or make something out of nothing all the time, we wouldn't be having half the issues we do. And that's either side. Now, when there's a real issue, it needs to be addressed and it needs to be addressed properly and punctually, regardless of what side is what. But, I mean, in this situation... No, I didn't see it as racist. Is there a double standard, especially in sports, when it comes to racism? You damn right there is. And, and that's not just sports; that's in society. And that goes both ways. You know I mean, on the actual field, yeah, uh, it it might go more towards the black community, but when it comes off the field in the front offices, is in major society. It tends to go the other way. You know what I mean? And I think the whole major issue of the fight that um, the, the young generation is, is fighting for alongside with the black community and all persons of color is every, and, and it's not that we think that our lives are, are better. You know what I mean? We just want to be treated the same. So then, if you want, if if people want that, either way, whoever you are, if people want that, you got to think it's got to be the same both ways. You know what I mean? It's got, if you want it the same, you got to be. And, and I've made a lot of enemies with this statement, and because a lot of people take it out of context because they're so tunnel vision. White people will always stay separated as long as you segregate yourself. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with honoring and learning and and protecting your culture. But there's a problem when you do it to a point where you exclude, where you, you isolate yourself. So you're obviously you're you're ultimately doing exactly to yourselves what you're fighting against. That's all I'm saying. You know, what I mean, you know, once we start to police ourselves, then it's easier for us to hold other people accountable. And that ain't even just about black and white. That's everything. That's brother. about life. Man. That is about life. What he's saying is, folks, <laughs> is stop worrying and wondering what the government can do for you. Do it for yourself. That's right. That's my straight from the ass tonight. Hey, stay out of that man's house and worry about your own damn house. How about that? You know what I mean? It, hey. People in glass houses don't throw stones. Yeah, man. I ain't throwing Treat everybody stone. like you want to be treated. If yeah. the stone rule is treat everybody like you want to be treated. Hey, man, you want to be shot in the back seven times? Nope. Don't shoot somebody else in the back seven times. 
Black and white sports. Eat it. That guy's the one. <laughs> this guy's the ass. No, no. No. We got to talk about people. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 11 o'clock, Sunday mornings. Checkers and Wreckers <laughs> with Tommy Boy and Audi. It's either... I'm going to say that starts our week off. I'm going to say Sundays is like the kickoff to each week. So Sundays at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, you got Tommy Boy and Howdy over at Checkers and Wreckers talking everything that drives fast, shifts hard, and keeps the rubber on the road or throws that dirt, slings that dirt. Sorry, not throws. Slings that dirt. Mondays starting next week, August 31st, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, Bet your ass with Rafael Esparza. That's right. New show happening next Monday. Premiere next Tuesday, 7 o'clock. You got the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Redraft. That's right. Redraft. Immediately following that, you got us for Taco Tuesday. And again next Wednesday, gotchas. And again next Wednesday, the flagship show of the network, Wednesday Night Live, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Thursdays is Couch Talk. We got a little Couch Talk. I don't know if we're honestly going to be a, be having a Couch Talk tomorrow. It's up to Damon because this guy has got to make sure the cart is ready for Saturday. I have to majorly make sure that this cart is ready for Saturday. Then, speaking of Saturdays at 12.30 Eastern Standard Time, super kicking it with Steven. Talking about the squared circle action. That's right. Woo! Oh, yeah, brother. Hey, did you hear about my macho man the other day? Did I did. You said did it was you know? terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> You said it was terrible. It wasn't it was the, the worst drop, man. It was the worst bro macho ever. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that guy right there is the one. I am. This guy right here is the ass. He is. Check out the blockbuster. Make it a blockbuster night. This has been Black and White Sports, powered by First Financial Bank, Mr. John Wayne Buzzard. Get a hold of John for all your banking essential needs. 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. And our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. You want to talk to Sean? We talked to Tucker today. Buying or selling a home? Get with Sean at Tucker now. 317-503-8322. That's 317 317- 503-8322. Damon, the Pew Pew Girl is ready. And what do we do every night, Damon? We keep a sporty brother.